fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 episode 71 for Saturday, April 2nd, 2011. My name is Matt, and this is Sandy. Hello, Sandy. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm angry. How are you? <laughs> are you angry still? <laughs> I'd, I'm going to be angry for a while. <laughs> Until what? What is going to put this... What is going to flip your frown of anger upside down? Uh, What's it going to take? A whole new body of government for Montana. Just for Montana? <laughs> well, the for entire now? country would be nice, but I'll start S- with Montana. Start small, baby steps. Everyone. Baby steps. So everyone, when you last spoke with us, uh, was completely fired. And how are we on hiring a new government? Are we almost, are we good? Well, I know who should be in what spots, but unfortunately those other guys are still sitting there messing with everything They're that's still there? On. They didn't get, you're, you're all fired. What are they doing there? We told you to leave. Pack your shit. Go home. Your services are no longer needed, necessary, or accepted. Because uh, you're not doing what we told you to do. Are they? Did they did they do anything we asked them to do? No. We said, hey, be nice to the gays. What did you do? Took away the gays' rights. <laughs> okay, we said, hey, be nice to the people that smoke pot. What did they do? Tried to repeal pot. <laughs> oh, okay. they've got a bunch of stuff going on. I think we've got a bunch of different stories about everything that's going on. So. Well, fantastic. Every Tuesday, Saturday, we do this. We talk about everything that's wrong in our world today. With a large focus on the plant, the cannabis plant. And uh, you can watch us, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. Then give us a call if you'd like, 406-204-4687. Are you mad? Is this what you voted for? Are you angry? What do you think? Give us a call. Get it recorded on record. So, where should we start? Should we start by calling the governor? <laughs> do you guys need to call the governor, I think, right? Everybody needs to call the governor. Locals or otherwise? Yeah, if you're from out of state, call him and say that you uh, vacation here. You've been a tourist here. Call them and say, I only vacation in states that are medical marijuana friendly or any kind of marijuana friendly. Let them know how mean and cruel these things are to the sick people out there that need Another alternative for pain. Are you from Colorado? Call him and tell him, hey, we're doing okay here. What's the matter? I thought you guys were ahead of us, and now you just we just passed you because you started running backwards all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You looked very uncomfortable with your head up there. I didn't know how you were walking that way, but very, very skillful. A rock bottom approach says they don't care about no voters. Who's and, no voters? Well, and see, that is We're true. In most cases, they don't really pay that much attention to the people from out of state. But Montana being a tourist state, they like knowing whether or not this is going to affect that. Because that affects jobs and the yeah. economy in a more drastic measure. <laughs> and the economy or lack thereof. Uh, Burger says, I am not coming to the live show because of this shit. Let's see. You're already, now you're there costing you us See, fun. 
not so much money because we're not going to make money off of this, but it's fun. And if people don't come to this because you're being a dildo about pot, then we have a problem. Yeah. We have a serious problem. Well, and it's gone. Like Jimmy one in the chat says, you know, anybody and everybody contact the governor. This is beyond cannabis, but about rights. That is exactly true. Montana voters took this initiative and, and made it what our state was going to use to treat those who have chronic pain, cancer, AIDS, and a list of other things. A large list. 28,000 people felt comfortable and safe enough to stand up and take that step. But now they want to limit it. They want to drop it down to 2,000, and that's not right for anybody. And it's not right for them to take away something that was voted in by the citizens of Montana. Where does that number even come from? I saw something floating around Facebook that, like... What is the significance of 2,000? Like, is that low enough to where people feel comfortable, but enough to where the majority of the dying people have access to it? Or They figured that they wanted to drop the numbers by 90%. And that's so that just so happened. 2,000 okay. is about so that number. So 90% that, was the number, not really the 2,000. Right, that was, right. That's so, even more... I mean, they're both equally crazy, I guess, but... Right. And like ninety percent, really? You'll feel safer if ten percent of those people can smoke instead of all of the people that need it can smoke. Well, and it's it's who really, are you to put that constraint on? Well, it? it's wrong that our politicians feel that they have the right to tell us whether or not we are allowed to use something we voted in. It is not right for them to make the decision that because somebody else is worried about how they're raising their children, everybody else is going to suffer. That's just a cop-out anyway. They don't give a shit about their kids. Well, if they cared about the kids, why isn't anybody raising a stink about all the budget cuts to the schools? Yeah. Why isn't anybody raising a stink about, oh, I don't know, the DUI laws that apparently might not get any tougher? Do you remember a group called MAD? They're still there. They're still mad. Believe it or not, (laughs) they're still mad. And that their cause is more legitimate than your cause. You know why? Because alcohol has killed lots of children and, and random humans. Marijuana has not. So your fears mm-hmm. are unfounded. Your arguments are utterly laughable at best. Yet, look how far it's gotten. That's what's so scary to me is that something based on such ridiculous nonsense can make it so far in our government. That blows my mind. Right. And see, when I've been talking to people just about, you know, what this means for caregivers and what's going to be happening next. I mean, I got I was in I became a caregiver because I care about people and the plant. I knew I could help people and I had a fairly good knowledge base to help people. Exactly. And I also felt safe that my state would protect me. I felt safe that I would be able to function within my state and not have to be scared. But now, I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable in my own home because of the way they are reacting to this. And that's not right. It's not okay that over 28,000 people are scared now. That's not all Mission accomplished. Good job, guys. That's what you wanted. There you go. It's it's just stupidity. I mean, honestly, we hoped that they they were going to take different steps. And instead, now we're facing repeal and regulation. <laughs> Over a non-problem. 
This was no problem to begin There's with. There's some gray areas that need to be addressed. But it I wasn't, mean, it would be nice for it to be a little more black and white. Sure, but sure. But that doesn't mean completely eat the system, shit it out, and tell us to work with what's left. But was it problematic? Did people get hurt or killed because no. of those gray areas? No. We've then, had more deaths from non-problem. alcohol and just playing crazy than we have from... <clears throat> it. Marijuana hasn't killed a single person. Yeah, still. Thanks. No ODs, nothing. And you can't blame it for the actions of somebody that's near someone with marijuana. So instead... If somebody decides to rob somebody, that's because they made the decision themselves, not yeah. because they got high and did... I have never considered wreaking havoc when I have been medicating. Yeah. So instead, <laughs> they encourage us to drink and smoke ourselves to death, uh, possibly even hurting others, rather than be able to just sit back and smoke weed. Right. That's retarded. I know. And that's why you're all fired, if you're keeping track. Yeah, they're still fired, but unfortunately, they're still talking. Someone needs to just roll in there and, like, grab them all by their ears and, like, escort them out off of the premises. How awesome would that be? That would just blow my mind. I know, right? Jimmy One says, the governor had a good word for Montanans yesterday, though. He said to the legislator... Don't tread on our rights. Did he moon them while he did that? Like Bart Simpson, that would have been awesome. Don't tread on me. Oh, yeah, Man. the caning episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, well, and see, it. what's sad is that we have tried to educate and plead our case to them. We're not asking them to say that they think that marijuana is okay for themselves or their children to use. Yeah, because at the beginning of this whole thing, that was the whole idea was these people need to be educated. And that's what we spent a good majority of our time and effort on up until this point. Yeah, and see, I think the thing that scared them was in 2008, we had 1,500 patients, right? Yep. So in 2009, when the memo came out saying that you know, they were going to take it easy on states that had medical marijuana. The floodgates opened and the numbers went up. We we should not have to stop this entire process because you're uncomfortable with people finally feeling safe to use medicine. Yeah. You and that's all it was, was people felt safe. They weren't scared that they were going to have the feds at their door taking them to prison. And boy, do we look silly now. <laughs> Thanks. Were there actually any charges uh, brought up on that, or did did everyone just forget about the raids and the people that no got charges detained have been brought still? up? But on a side huh. note, there is a patient in Missoula who's facing life or a fifty or and a fifty thousand dollar fine life? over sharing three grams with two non patients. Life. Which, while I don't condone that behavior, what I will say is um. life for three grams. Come fucking on. Did those patients die or those non-people? No, and the guy even said that the cops sat them down and said, okay, listen, we know that you don't have your card, (laughs) and we know that he was sharing this with you, Uh, and so all we need is we'll take it easy on you if you you admit that he shared it with you. And And the guy even said that in court. He said the cop told me he would take it easy on me if I admitted that we shared it. So, yes, we shared three grams, and now the poor kids didn't. Who are they protecting and or serving in that specific interaction? Him from himself? From what? They smoked it. They, he was The cop was clearly too late because the crime had already taken place and they smoked it. Now, did they die or get hurt because of that? Are they okay? 
as I far as know. we know? Are they alive? They're... I'm assuming so, yes. Okay, so... But, see, and, and... Protect and serve. Let's keep that in mind. D-Bud, who's not in the chat right now, but told me in a different mm-hmm. window. Um, a good question is, what what happens to people who buy alcohol for minors? What... Is it life or $50,000? Not that I've ever seen. Is it usually okay. a ticket for what if, <laughs> purchasing alcohol for minors? Isn't it a misdemeanor? MIP. What if those minors got drunk, drove, and killed somebody? $50,000 in life? Still probably not, huh? Probably not, no. I- interesting. Because RDUI laws interesting. take it real easy on oh, everybody. Was that, was that your first offense? Oh, well, then here's a little slap on the butt. There you go. Off on your way. Mm-hmm. Don't drink and get caught next time. It's horrible, though. This poor 27-year-old kid is going to possibly sit in jail for years. Rock Bottom Approach says they just want his 50 grand. Who has 50 grand? Do you take a check? If if they find me $50,000, seriously, I'd be sitting in jail for the rest of my life working that off. Us, too. Us, too. I mean, that's that's unheard of. I don't even make that much in a year. I don't even make that much in like two years. I mean, come on. Three if I'm lucky. Does anybody know what the economy is like right now? Anybody? $50,000. So we started the week out with... Um, yeah, Rock Bottom says, yeah, right. I have a friend with three DUIs and he still has a license. Yeah. Yeah, I know. People like that. Yeah, and you want to know why? It's because politicians here in Montana... Think it's not that big of an issue. Oh, they're just kids being kids. You always have your first drink, but you better not smoke that pot. Yeah, right. Or we'll put you in jail forever. Mm -hmm. Forever? Really? It's well, and And see, Michigan. See, and and Michigan may. I don't know. I'm your guys' DUI laws are probably a little tougher than ours, though, because we. I know people with like six and seven DUIs that still have their license. Yeah. We don't have in any strikes in your out rule here, really. And then you look at it logically, and there are death tolls attached to that. There are statistical evidence attached to that saying that people die when this happens. A very, very but good not. friend of mine was drinking and driving eight years ago and killed himself, a woman, and her three children. All wow. at once. Memorial like weekend. An Just entire like family is gone. And... If he would have walked away from that accident while he would have been in jail because they died, mm-hmm. I mean, still, it wouldn't have been that. It would have been headlines for a couple of days because some people died. But I mean, marijuana, they just keep digging that in. If that was there at yep. all, it would have been like a national emergency. He was high on pot. Oh, yeah. And he was also under the influence of alcohol. But he was high on pot. Really? It's insane. Because I'm high on pot right now, and uh, we're doing a podcast. I'm talking and forming sentences and making sense most of the time. Well, and see, you know... Can, can we do a show with me just completely drunk and see, like, how well that goes? Because <laughs> I won't have to drive home afterwards. <laughs> I'm, I'll drive myself right there. <laughs> I haven't drank in so long that I would oh. probably get drunk off oh. of just the littlest bit. I don't even like that, but I, I would do it to show a, a well... I hate li- feeling drunk. I know. I don't I don't like the taste. I don't like the high or low or whatever. And see, you, want, you know what's really, really crazy, right? I was a bartender in Denver for quite a while okay and here when i became a caregiver all i had to do was fill out a form and send it to the state and as long as i didn't have a felony i'm in the clear right 
when I became a bartender, like they actually sat me down. And I don't know if this happens everywhere, but I know where I was bartending at. They were like, okay, listen, if you sell to anybody who's intoxicated, you will go to jail for anything that they do when they step outside of the bar. Like, is that what? for real? Or is that bartenders? No, bartenders have much stricter regulations. And I mean, it's actually all in black and white. You know really? what you're facing if you do this wrong. With this industry, that's one of the scary things is you don't know. But now, see, you say that, and to me, like, I don't instantly go, well, that's stupid, because there's a reason for it. If you could show me a legitimate reason why we need to have so much regulation on pot, I would completely be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. People just blew people's brains out over there, and this whole block is on fire, and people don't know what they're doing. Everyone's an idiot now, but that's not how it is. So you say this and you impose all this and we're just like, why? What happened? Did something happen in your specific neighborhood that nobody knows about that just happened to you guys or? Well, I still want to see like the actual proof of the people who've died from it. Like Mr. Zavala's brother. He didn't die from that. Oh, you know, he's been saying it. Well, then he's lying. I know, but that's the thing is that people take the lies and say that it's... Prove it. I know, right? Prove it. Let's do it. I just would like to have a president or somebody in office at some time who will just say, okay, we've got to change some things. Before we waste a shitload. I want to prove that marijuana has killed people and that it's dangerous. If you can't provide me with actual proof, then we're taking it off schedule one and we're going to regulate it and legalize it the way it needs to be done. Because without that proof, there's no reason. Look at how much time and money has been wasted. Will that ever happen, though? It better fucking happen, I'll tell you what. But look at all the time and money that's been wasted. Like, you guys could have been figuring out a way to not have all of the schools get completely effed in the A. Oh, no, but... You couldn't do that, though. You had to worry about this, because this is a non-problem, and that's what you do, is you work on non-solutions for non-problems. I still can't believe... And then you get paid for it. My kids are going to see my signatures in textbooks, and they get... That should sad, never be. Sad. We have we have ebooks now. Do you know that? You don't have to put out a new thousand page book in print and dead trees every time you want to update something. You could give the all the kids Kindles and we could pay for that, no problem. And then you can just upload the book. Oh hey, we learned something else. Oh, better put it in the book. Just do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, but- we could have figured that out, but instead you were busy focusing time and energy on this non-issue mm-hmm. we could actually buy those with this industry except that not now right or not here monday or tuesday so <laughs> well what do we know from a factual standpoint as of right now i'm sure okay. everyone's worried are we closing shop what are we doing the week montana specifically for okay right now. yes the week started out with a very obvious you know, something's going to happen, right? Um, the the House Speaker actually said that he was confident there would be no legislative stalemate on medical marijuana this session, even though the two remaining proposals to re- repeal or reform the law 
both face high hurdles with time running down. <laughs> high hurdles. Good, uh-huh. guys. The this Senate- is a time for jokes. Good. Thanks. The Senate late Thursday endorsed in a 29-21 vote the House's full repeal measure and readied to send it back to the other chamber. Finally, giving House Speaker Mike Milburn the proposal he wants made into law. That move came after senators struggled Wednesday to advance a plan for tight regulations, a measure that is now severely wounded at this point in time. Because it was pointless, because we don't need super tight regulation, we don't need repeal, we don't need any of that. Right. And so basically what ended up happening was a bunch of bargaining. People going back and forth saying, okay, well, we want this vote for this, so we'll give you this vote for that. And well, serious? I'll vote for it if this change gets made. And I'll trade you this yeah. for that. And really, is that how we do that's, things? And that's how it happens. How about that's we all sit that. down and look at the evidence and the facts and make a decision based on that? Oh, wow. Scary stuff. (laughs) So what ended up happening was... um, Now, I have this walkthrough on 423. Absolutely nothing. Yay. Yeah, right? Um, Now, repeal is just repeal. There's no, you know, explanation necessary, I think, on what that bill entails. As if the... That reverses the 04 law. Right. It takes it all out. Basically, and and as of July 1st, all patients and caregivers would have to have everything out of their possession and destroyed until a new initiative was passed. Oh, sure. So with the regulation, um, as we've been calling it, Jimmy uh, coined the phrase uh, repeal with wrapping paper. It's a lot of really big hurdles put in front of us. And I don't know who's going to be able to jump through them. And so it kind of became not me. I'm I'm not. I'm going to go back to selling weed illegally. I'll (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. You're either on that track. Either (laughs) this or go to your friend again and start doing it that way. Hmm. Let's see. Which way would you do it? There's a lot of patients out there that are talking about not even renewing their cards because they're like, "What's the point?" Send them my way. There you go. Problem solved. (laughs) So it on. Guess how much tax I paid on this. None. Um, um, SB 423, the Senate Judiciary Committee bill, was on second reading in the Senate, which means the entire Senate of 50 members debated the (laughs) turd of a bill, SB 423. Now, this is a blog, by the way, that I'm reading this from, Cannabis and Culture. That wasn't the news calling it a turd of a bill? No, I figure I should probably point that out real quick while I'm thinking of it. And I really liked this because he, this blog actually did a really good job nice. of w- breaking down everything that happened to 423 throughout that day and how now we're facing having how to either got- get this regulation <laughs> or this repeal. Let's talk all about how poor little Bill 423 got its drink drugged, bent over a banister, and just gang raped until tomorrow. Poor little guy. Oh. He's limping home with mascara running right now. Someone get the rape kit, quick. Um, But some interesting things happened in that debate. Senator Erickson made a motion to amend the bill by pulling out all the stupid jump through a million hoops and spend a a load of money if you want a medical cannabis referral for chronic pain provisions. Hmm. Instead, his amendment had the Board of Medical Examiners and the DPHHS develop an appropriate protocol for chronic pain referrals. Hmm. Unfortunately, the amendment failed. That was too logical. See, that's your problem. 
You have to make it make absolutely no sense. So what we're going to do is on Mars, we're going to set up a medical marijuana office. And in order to get your slip, you have to go to Mars and get the doctor there, the Martian doctor, to Uh sign your thing. And then you can have your marijuana. Yeah. And, you know, of course... We're all going to be able to do that, right? Of course. Of course. Hop in my spaceship right now. (laughs) Blast off. Oh, then Senator Caffaro offered the amendment to get rid of the idiotic couriers in SB 423 and instead allow for discrete dispensing centers where patients could go to obtain their cannabis. We will locate them in the back parking lots of abandoned buildings. I know, right? Fun. This amendment failed as well. Duh. Senator Van Dyke made the common sense motion to amend the bill to change the agency that licenses growers from the Public Service Commission, which regulates electrical rates, <laughs> to the Department of Agriculture. Huh. This amendment passed. Wasn't it the agriculture? Weren't they doing it before? No. The agriculture department has never had anything to do with I thought you could go and get your... Oh, you can get your nursery license, but they don't have anything to do with the program. Huh. And we want them to because agriculture, I mean, it only makes sense, right? It, it is. To me, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, this was a key moment for people who wanted the bill to pass because there was a handful of senators who would have voted against the bill based on the Public Service Commission issues alone. So now that that was fixed, there were more yes votes for SB 423. Oh. Look at that. Is that progress? Then the Senate took a recess. Of course they Many did. of Ooh, them throughout all this the work, day, I think. I sure am bushed uh-huh. all this work. Hey, what do you say you and me walk down to the bar and go crack a cold one, huh? She. Oh, yeah. I'm taking you know, the rest of the day off. Hey, hey, call me in sick, girl. We're going out. Hey, give me a beer. That's, hey. you know, because that's acceptable. That's what they do, behavior, right? Right. Um, a lot happened apparently during that recess. <laughs> they came back into session and Senator Pearson be- makes the motion to move licensing from egg where they had just put it into the Department of Labor. They okay. refer to licensing cannabis business as a hot potato. No agency wanted authority for. Um, Why don't you make a new agency called the Marijuana Agency? I know, right? And then Senator Wazenried, we could call it Matt, who was the man, and I would like to concur with that. By the way, Wazenried, yeah, he stood up and he was like, he put them in their place for real. He did. Well, hey, he was good like, on you. you know, this is not right. We're Montanans, and then he even called out senators who knew about the raids before they happened. Ooh, Ooh yeah, a little bit of soap opera drama on the this Senate floor. This is like floor. school. Hmm. Ah. Um. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you're making laws. Yep. That dictate how I live? Uh, we he, better take another recess. Hold on. Mm, Jesus. How long are their that, recesses? Uh, as long as they wanted them this to be. Is third grade? Oh, and if you don't show up on time, by the way, they'll send people to look for you instead of just starting without you or writing you up or getting you in well, trouble. Well, yeah. Don't they all kind of have to be there? I find it <laughs> funny, hey, though, because... quick. He's not here. Let's pass this. All in favor. Aye. All right. It's in. If you were 20 minutes late to work and you had not called... I get a text message. Okay. Are but normal... Open? Okay. Ra- <laughs> people who aren't so yeah, comfortable yeah. with their, their <laughs> right. boss Buddies as you with are... Their, right. Okay. 
If you're 20 minutes late and you haven't called or done anything like that, no you're usually no in trouble. Yeah, no yeah. call, no show. You either lose your Deep job shit. or you get a write-up. Yep. I think as a taxpayer who's paying their salaries, I would appreciate it if you were on time. And I think that there should be penalties if you're not. But that's just me. Um. So anyway. So what? Do they just hang out and not show up? They wait up? until somebody shows up, until they all show up. <laughs> um, Wands and Reed... Uh, he carried uh. the amendment to allow growers to transfer cannabis with other growers, which uh. in the current model is called caregiver to caregiver, which uh. we don't even have in the current model in black and white. Thank you. Senator Wozenreed wa- did great work and made that amendment pass. And he's also going to run for governor next year. So, well, hey, good person to remember. All right. Um, a couple me, of other amendments got on, and the bill passed the second reading, thirty-seven thirteen. Now, this is where people started to get confused. Now, four twenty-three was due that day, and because they had to do a third reading on it, technically you're not supposed to do all of the readings in one day. So, the third supposed vote that happened that didn't pass was actually to reread the bill oh. and do another vote on we're it. We're going to vote to reread and then vote right. on whether or not we should vote on so it again. So they were voting oh, to yeah, allow yeah. an extra reading in that day. That was that didn't go through, so they had to vote the next day. As long as we can extend our first recess to make up for right. the extra work we'll be doing. And so the part that really messed with everyone's brain chemistry is the fact that the very next morning they went in there and without warning anybody, they read it the third time and voted and passed it. So huh. even though it was late and there are ways to get around that, because sure. as you know, the government has ways to get around it's everything. Not who you know, it's who you blow. Right. To um, put it plainly, <laughs> succinctly. So they were able to, you know, now they've just got to, they had to vote to allow it a day late, which did pass. And I have a story about that also. But And that's 423? That's 423. That's the regulation bill. Repeal light. Right. Right. Okay. Repeal in wrapping paper. Sure. So um, they ended up getting all of the votes that they needed. And HB 161, what happened with that one was when the third reading was denied that day. And they said, no, we're not going to allow it to be read another time for a right, vote. Because we got to take a recess. The Republicans got all anal... I'm assuming it was no. the Republicans because we have a Republican majority in our house right now. <laughs> no. Um, and they were like, oh, okay, fine. So you're not going to let us pass this today? Well, then guess what we're going to do? We're going to bring 161 back. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. And that's what how it went down? That's exactly how it went down, pretty much, and verbatim. All, and <laughs> this BS dictates how I live? Apparently I have so. no... Hold on. I need to make this perfectly clear. I have no part whatsoever in what they're doing there. I don't, I don't, no. No. I know, right? (laughs) No. So, I mean, this has been, like, the two days that all of this was happening was the worst ulcer-inducing roller coaster (laughs) you could imagine. Hmm. Being a patient and a caregiver watching all of this happen. Right. It's basically watching. I have a job. Uh, I don't. Uh, I have a job. Uh, I don't. Uh, I might, but if I do this and spend this much money. And Uh. so now what it's coming down to is basically if the governor doesn't, the governor is going to end up picking between the two of them. He has the ability to amend. Can he he just wipe them both out and say, leave it as? But the problem we may run into is 
The House and the Senate has the ability to override a veto by the governor with a supermajority vote. Okay, so what if we override that with a super no backsies? <laughs> I know, double right? Tap, That's pass. exactly what it's like. Boom. Is super double dog dare? Right. I mean, come on. Well, if you're gonna do that, then I'm just gonna be a huge dill hole and do this. So mm-hmm. when? And now nothing gets done. Exactly. Did everyone get their paychecks today? Yes? Good? Okay. And recess. If the governor... I like this. I I could do this. I think I could definitely... I, I could run how it's one of these. Recess too. Didn't we have that in elementary <laughs> yeah. school? And then it got taken away in junior high and high school. And yeah, it got taken away in junior high after then, my class. Then it got given back as smoke breaks, but only if you smoke cigarettes. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um. So. Yeah. I think I could run a Senate hearing. That's that's. I feel pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty confident. confident that if you're I just think, confusing and bouncing around, I know around that a lot, it's it'll be okay. Blah 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 blah, and then some blah 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 blah, and then recess. Right. Right. And then we convene, we argue some more, uh, and then recess. Yeah, recess. And then yeah. There we go. Yay. I could definitely do this. What's that position called? Speaker of the House. Yeah. I'm coming for that job. So there's about. How old do you have to be for that? I have. I don't know. Speaker of the House. Someone um, in the chat. I think you have to be involved in the House for a while, though. Like you have to. No, I'm with, just like, gonna walk in and take something. it. No, nope. um, I'm just gonna roll in, take so, his gavel, kick him over the edge like a freaking <laughs> Spartan, and then I'm gonna hit the gavel and I'm gonna say, "Whose house is this?" And they're gonna say, "It's Matt's house." And I'm gonna say, "You're goddamn right." Whose house? It's Matt's house. Now let's all sit the hell down. Um. So marijuana legalized. The, done. The if pro- I did that. I could be president. People would say we like that, and you're yeah. president now. Oh, pro- probably. Let's do that. I'm going to do that. Washington I'm is quit my so job close and do that. To, to legalizing. It's insane. Insanity. Um, so. What's the speaker the, house pay? I could I quit no my job idea. and you're paid like, do by that full time? So. Could, would you guys pay me enough well, to do that full time? Do they do anything else other than what they do? Uh, probably not. I don't, I've never seen I mean, I'll still make, like, rap music shit, but, you know, I would do that. Because that's not, like, every day, right? They do that once in a while. Well, it's part of the year. There's only, like, another two weeks left for their, for them. And then it's recess. And then it's Vacation recess. Right, right. Spring Um, break, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and the governor, he Hmm. will have, once the bill reaches his desk, he has ten days to make a decision. Okay, so if he vetoes both of them, the problem we may run into is with that supermajority being able to override his vote and our and then us getting shafted with 161. Right. right. Our house definitely wants repeal. And right. they have the last say then? Well, or can he v- then veto that? No, no he backsies? can't re-veto a veto. <laughs> okay. If it's vetoed and then overturned, then it's overturned. We just have to go and with then what we they s- say. Then we still have it, right? If he vetoes that, then they overturn that, then it goes back to the way it is now, right? If he like vetoes it and happened. they overturn it, then we have repeal. God, you make this more confusing than it needs it's to be. Not, I did not did pot kill the anyone? No, system. It's I have legal. no hand Done. in politics and how it happens. Yeah. Those crazy people did this. So what we will have to deal with then, and that's why we're saying everybody needs to call the governor. And be you like, know, listen. Right, because he listen needs here. to know 
that that these need to be vetoed and he needs to make it clear that these cannot move forward. And to call Governor Schweitzer, it's 406-444-3111. You need to call him and let him know that you do not agree with repeal. You do not agree with 423. Both of these bills need to be shot down immediately. Now, there are some other bills while we're on the topic that I wanted to to bring up really quick that when are... We're, when we're done with that, can we talk about some of my bills? They're on the fridge. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and how we can make a motion to get those paid <laughs> somehow, <laughs> and then we'll vote on it. That's awesome. Let's, yes. Electric I'm going to run my gas, life like, yes. like Congress from now on. Um, so Cannabis and Culture, the blog that we were we were just looking through, they also have a walkthrough of all the different bills regarding marijuana. And so this was really helpful because it just kind of gives you that full picture of everything that we're dealing with. Right. The two big ones, of course, are 161, which is the full repeal. Right. He'll probably have that on his desk Monday or Tuesday. Sure. He'll have 10 days to make a decision on that. I hope... I hope he takes that into the bathroom when he takes his morning duke, and I hope he wipes his ass with it. I hope he wipes his governor ass with HB 161, because that's all that bill's worth. And I hope very, very much so that the, that he does not does not approve it at all. And he's... He I can't. Mean, There's no way. He's listening right now. We know he is an avid fan of the hot box. Peace oh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Ever since that interview that you did I know, with him. I know. I know. He loved on. that. He's like, oh, Matt, you're so funny. Uh, Yeah. So, come on. He's right. going to wipe his ass with 161. It's, it's horrifying, though, just that this is even happening. I know. So, 161, you know, we'll find out within 10 days, probably, of Monday or Tuesday what will happen with that. And if he, you know, if he wants to play his cards right, just a little suggestion. This is something that a friend you know, mentioned, sure. you know, if he's smart, maybe he'll wait as long as possible so that they don't have enough time in the house to vote to overturn his vetoes. Ah, now that's, that's, <laughs> that's some tactical thinking. politics, right? There you go. Tactical politics. There you go. So, um, SB 423, of course, is the regulation bill that basically... 423, the way it breaks down is you're, it's the Therape- Therapeutic Marijuana Act. They took medical out of out of all the wording. And you're not a caregiver anymore. You're called a provider. A provider is a nonprofit organization. Oh, you're not allowed to advertise. You're not allowed to tell anybody pretty much what you do. <laughs> what? And Can you do a podcast? <laughs> and then you, um, you get licensed by the state to be a nonprofit grower. And then what happens is the state will license couriers. These are people that will transport the marijuana from the grower to the patient. After a patient has been, you know... Do they get paid for their time? I I don't know if they're allowed to receive compensation. Growers are not. You have to be a non-profit and you're not supposed to receive compensation. How do you buy your equipment and stuff? Um, You just steal it? mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't Just, know. I don't know. The government works. gives it to you, right? I mean, the Red Cross because does it pretty well the, being a nonprofit, <laughs> but I don't know out. how. Doesn't the government have like a whole ginormous stash of grow equipment? I don't know if our government does. I'm sure somewhere they have. Well, we're, how we're many Montana. busts did we read about? 
I know. They yeah, have some grow equipment, right? They got all that right? stuff from the rains. Most so then they're going to just take that and provide that to the providers. Right. That would be nice, but I don't think they're going to be that helpful. Huh. Um, so the couriers. Why are you fighting us? The couriers will drive it from the grower to the patient. The patient, after they've been approved, will then have the delightful um, job of contacting the courier, placing mm-hmm. their order, mm-hmm. and then calling the, from my understanding, the local police department and informing them that they just placed an order, how much it was for, and where it's being delivered to. Um, so you have to call the cops and let them know, like, every time you break, just in case the pot, like, manages to escape the car and you're in a school zone, God forbid, and it slaughters, like, 500 children. Apparently so, yes. Because that's happened in other states. And you're only allowed to buy up to two ounces a month. Shit. I know, right? We smoke more than two ounces. Yeah, that's retarded. Sanity. Where does that number come from? They... Pulled it out of the same place they pulled huh. out prohibition. That dark, <laughs> that dark evil dusky. place. Ugh. But there are a few other bills. But are they all this stupid? Well, no, not necessarily. One seventy-five is still out there right now. Um, it's going to be heard soon. One seventy-five puts medical cannabis back on the ballot. So we revote. Basically. Didn't we already do we that? Did, we did, but uh, if let's this do is it what again. it takes to prove to them that they just need to shut up and, and live with it, right. then then that's what we've got to do. It's sad. And then they'll try to repeal it, and then we'll right. vote on it again. It's sad that we have to, you know, we would have to constantly keep voting on something that's already been. Do we voted have to on. keep voting on to make like to keep alcohol legal? Like, hey, no. is everyone still like we've seen how many people have died? Are we all still cool? With having alcohol legal. Yeah? Alcohol okay. will never be anything but legal, sadly. Like, we're I mean, still okay with that. Alcohol prohibition failed. Right? Okay, your kid died, I know, right? Okay, and you're still okay with that? College Are you drunk drinking. right now? Come on. Come on. Oh. Um, uh, okay, and then there's also Senate Bill 193, which would revise the medical cannabis laws. Um... 193 includes some good and some bad provisions. Its place in the game right now, however, is simply as an alternative vehicle in play. Another bill that can get used or hijacked to get the job done if 423 and 161 don't make it. Hmm. So they are trying to make sure that they have all these little tricks up their sleeves. Hmm. 175 and 193 will be heard on the same day, which right now is April 7th. Can we just play a game of poker and whoever wins gets to pick because that's pretty much what you're doing yeah i know right it's like the lottery in, i know in Air, what is that arizona yeah they're doing the lottery Woo! because of pot um so there's hb19 which is to clarify that the clean indoor act air applies to smoking medical marijuana this has already been signed by the governor um, because we're everyone's smoking pot in restaurants, right? Apparently, we better put a stop. Medical to that. marijuana is not allowed to be smoked in any <clears throat> public place. Um, HB forty three, clarifying employers' rights to related to employee use of medical marijuana, has passed the House, was amended by the Senate, passed out of the Senate, and returned to the House for the concurrence of the amendments. 
So what happens is if the House hears something and they pass it, the Senate hears something and they make an amendment, it has to go back to the House to be voted on again. Right. Because it's not the same bill that it was before. Right. Because they this changed This bouncing it. happens a few times with certain right. things. And it's, you hope that they read it enough to catch everything that was changed. Because I right. doubt there's like a little change log. Like, right. you know, here's what the changes and, were. And on a side note, I would like to thank Schoolhouse Rock. And their song, How a Bill Bill Becomes a Law. (laughs) Because I found myself having to sing that. (laughs) Sitting here on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awesome. Um, Will you sing that whole song for us at the end of the show? No. HB82 requires reporting of complaints on physician practices related to medical marijuana. This is passed passed both the House and the Senate and is on its way to the governor's desk. Um, I'm about to take a hit of some pot, so should... Do, do you want to call the cops real quick and let them know that they're... I, I'm going to just take probably like one or two hits, and then I think that'll be it. Um, do you want to let them know just so everyone's alerted oh, okay. and we all know Should what's... I call the local police department yeah. and let them know so they can make it? Can we call them on the show real quick? What would no. they do? I just want to <laughs> let you guys know... No. <laughs> that I'm about to take a hit of this pot, and I just... I, I saw the bill, and I just wanted to... You know, I'm ahead of the game. I just want to let you know. Could you imagine if I called them every time I took a hit of pot or every time I smoked a bowl? <laughs> How sick of me would they get? Would they? <laughs> hey, guys. We should all hey, do that. If hey, the regulation passes, could you imagine everybody everyone? should call them every time they smoke. Everyone, call every time you... Call 911. No, don't do that. Don't call 911. Hey, don't. is this the number I'm supposed to call every time I smoke? No. Could you imagine how pissed they would get? Oh, this isn't what you wanted? Are you, you, this isn't? Okay, I'm going to smoke pot now, so... So what we're going to have to deal with pretty much is for the next two weeks, we don't know what's going to happen. Yay! All I know is Sounds like business a, as usual. There's a good possibility on July 1st I might get shut down. And don't hey, know for sure yet. If not, and if your caregiver decides to close up, Give us a call. Thank you, though, for making sure that I am scared most of the moments of my day, though. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you get a raise? Did you get, uh, what's that called? Hazard pay? No, Because at any get... minute I could get raided? I sit there sometimes, and I'll just, like, look out the window, and I'll see a car driving by really slow, and I'm like, oh, shit, rock, it's time. Rock Bottom of Park says <laughs> they might um, call and make them listen to you smoke the whole thing. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, I I need you guys just in case something bad happens. I know there there may be children somewhere in the vicinity, and I Put know that. Put your finger on the ambulance button. <laughs> I know the pot can smell child's blood from like three miles away, so I just want to let you know I'm about to to smoke this. So just just you're gonna keep me safe. That's that's what you're there for. So. Could you imagine trying to figure out a DD for? so awesome so one story i wanted to touch on about montana really quick before we move on to other states um is just an example of how insane some of our politicians are now is that what we've been doing (laughs) yes but this really drives the point oh for real oh yeah Awesome. So earlier we were discussing alcohol and how dangerous it is and sure. it kills people sure. and yep. blah 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 yep. all this stuff we already know. I've got pictures it's proof of a house 
that was fucking wrecked by someone related to me because of alcohol. Like, wrecked. Dude, I have the Ripley's Believe It or Not book, and I saw a picture of a house that was so full of beer cans, they turned them all in and received over $800. I'm not talking like that. I'm talking, like, destroyed. Like, Like, it was ransacked. Holes in wall. Like, I'm so mad right now because of this alcohol in my brain. Like blood on the glass in the windows, wrecked. Right, and that, and see, that's what happens when yeah. people drink; they get super crazy. Yeah, I've been around some people who've smoked, and they get a little weird. It makes them want to like bring up some stuff that maybe you know I wouldn't really talk to them about, but whatever. Sure, they're not dangerous, and I'm not scared of them. Alcohol makes you want to fuck or fight. And yeah. that's that's basically it. And, You're either going to fuck, f- cry, or fight. And cannabis makes me want to sleep, eat, or laugh. Right. So, I mean... Or work, or, or you know, like, tolerate read, people at work, or... Game, right, watch or, a movie. Sure. Hang out. And fuck sometimes, sure. Sure. Fight, well, I'm going to say never. <laughs> so, now, <clears throat> yesterday... I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Our politicians met about our DUI laws. Hmm. As we were talking about, they're not very, very strict. As but they were going to try to make them stricter. Okay, sure. Okay. So um, a, a lawmaker's speech railing against drunken driving reform mocked mercilessly by political opponents is no laughing matter to activists who say it perpetuates the state's dangerous, boozy culture. No. Nah. Bar owner Alan Hale said in a speech on the House floor this week that DUI laws are harmful to small businesses, implying people need to drive home after drinking. Well, I did drive to the bar. I mean, <laughs> Though, you, are, is is the bar going to pay to drive me home? Hmm? Really? That's right, because I'm probably going to get in a fight here or go home with some chick to fuck. So either way, I probably won't be driving home. Yeah, maybe I've slept in my car before in the bar parking lot. That's never a good thing to do. <laughs> um, that a girl. Bar- <laughs> I've slept like- in the Gateway Mall parking lot on LSD once because I was with this girl and we were both kind of tripping and enjoying like everything and then we didn't really want to go home. Uh- I have family that lives like right across really? from there. Like their entire like I my remember doing that life. so many times. Like, I used to go over there and hang out all the time because it was just this big abandoned parking yeah, lot. Yeah, totally. And if you couldn't go there. home, you're like, well, might yeah. as well. I, Let's I'm go gonna... to the mall. Yeah, the old mall. Um, you just sleep there like homeless <laughs> bums. That's <laughs> so uh, awesome. Tough DUI laws are destroying a way of life that has been in Montana for years and years," said the Republican from rural town. Basin, where a few where a few hundred people live near the mountains of the Continental Divide. Hale's speech was perhaps most surprising for its honesty until only recently. Montana had one of the most permissive drunken driving cultures in the country. Montanans could legally sip a beer while driving. Uh, that just got changed is like that, what, within the last year or two. Is that why yeah. everyone has that weird um, what's it called that that weird. Like, you know, when you when you meet people from other states, where they're like, ah, oh, ha, 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 you all fuck sheep in your state, or, yeah. or like, everyone's like, isn't it, aren't you guys all just a bunch of drunks up there? Yeah. A bunch of drunks and potheads, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And we're all, we all believe in God, so we, we get along. Here we go. Yep. 
Uh, Hales, uh, another Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Mad. Call it mad. Said statements like Hales, take the state back to those more dangerous times. His comments are completely out of sync with public safety and reality, said mad activist Becky Sturdivant who has worked for years to tighten state laws and is now on the cusp of one of her biggest legislative victories. And oddly enough, that I think that is the same name as someone who wrote into one of our local papers saying that marijuana was one of the most evil, deadly things that there is. Rebecca Studevert. Really? Yeah. How is that even... Like, how does that make sense? I don't know. But From, she was saying that it was crime was rampant, murders, rapes. Where are you living? Drugs. I, I saw it on Facebook. Like, I read the whole article and I was just in awe that somebody thought that way. Like, even politicians will agree that it's not necessarily, like, the basis <laughs> of all evil. No. I mean, they don't blame rapes. And yeah, where are you living at? South Central? Like, it's but not it was, like she, that here. But it said she was local. Like, really? a Montana, like, local, local here That's in our crazy. county. Yeah. Yes, caller, you're live on the hotbox. How's it going? Good, how are you guys? Oh, we are well. Who's this? This is Mark Higgins from Billings. Ah, how you doing, Mark? Good. Good. So, uh, what, what do you think about this whole kerfluffle? With the legislator? Yes. I think that uh, we need to let everybody run and replace these people. Amen. And now, Mark... We I, did fire them all a couple episodes ago. I, I've seen you on Facebook. You're talking about running, right? Yeah, I'm considering doing If you run, I'll run for House Speaker, and we'll just run everything and make everything better. That's definitely the way it should be. I think that, uh, you know, with some common sense and some honesty and integrity, yeah. I think we can take the state back because the state has definitely lost their honesty and integrity. Completely. Definitely. And we can bring it back to laws being made uh, on logic and reason rather than, um, what's hysteria. it being made on now? Hysteria and lies? Sure. Yeah, hysteria, lies, communism. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Um, but there's a lot of things that us as caregivers can do and patients can do to help improve our image in the industry, too. If we're going to get serious about trying to get elected, right. then we're going to have to do a lot of different things to clean up our own actions and our own uh, our own industry. Got to appeal to as many people as possible, right? Definitely. And I've, I've felt That's before right. somebody needs to step up and, and be able to tell people when there's a line being crossed that's putting us all in danger. For sure. I thought that uh, Senator Wozenried was a pretty brave guy the other day for calling out the legislature like he did. He was and, the man. Uh, we need more politicians that aren't afraid of, of going against the grain. That would definitely um, be a good start. You I don't know if any of you guys or your listeners are familiar with what I do in Billings, but that's uh, that's a lot of what I do is to try to get uh, some good press for our industry. And knock on wood, there hasn't been a bad one yet. <coughs> Definitely. So, oh, it's not always the easiest position to take, and you get ridiculed by certain people in the industry who don't always agree with what it is that we're trying to do. But as long as we all continue to focus on keeping our, our best foot forward and trying to advance our industry and not not uh, take it down like the actions of some, 
um, then it's a positive thing for our industry. Yeah, this could be a, a really great thing, and it start it was starting to be, but th- this is not the answer, definitely. So now in Billings, yeah. you're there with Mr. Zabawa, who is one of the big um, donators to our friends, the Safe Commie Moms. Are you guys right? buds? Do you guys have lunch? <laughs> I actually released the information that everybody saw on Steve Zabawa with because he had a contract with me to That's rent me space right. for another marijuana growing facility. Oh yeah, we're gonna get sued for talking to you. <laughs> What a D-bag. No, that's, Mr. <laughs> that's the K guy. Yeah, yeah. If we don't say his name, he won't threaten us. But that big <laughs> Stay Puff Marshmallow yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He's the oh, one who threatened. James Knox? Yes. <laughs> so James what? Knox, he's a friend of mine. Yeah? It's a friend of mine, too. Yeah, I actually took James Knox hunting when I first met him. And he damn near shot the rancher's dog wow. by firing his rifle right outside my truck. <laughs> Almost pulled a Cheney. That's terrible. Yeah, and and the rancher was a hunter safety instructor. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So That's he told horrible. James Knox that he had to take a hunter safety course, and James proceeded to go online and take a hunter safety course online. Wow. As opposed to showing up and getting actual instruction. Of course. That's amazing. Well, it's the easy. I don't know how you get gun handling experience through a computer. (laughs) Well, how do you? Have you ever played Call of Duty? (laughs) How do you live in Montana and not know how to properly hold a firearm? My kids know how to properly hold a firearm. I wasn't even born here, and when I got here, like we all learned how. It was just something you do. You know, you went through hunter safety when you're like 12 or whatever. Well, I have some. I never even almost came close to shooting anything I wasn't supposed to, and you're like a grown ass man. <laughs> like killing some dude's yeah. dog. Come on, Just wow. stop. So now Montana, it, it pretty re- yeah. <laughs> Montana Festo said that he was kind of making a stink about that information, though. Yeah, I read he? that on the site. Kind of that was yeah, not he threatened supposed me to... with his attorneys, but I've yet to hear Shit. from his attorneys. Oh yeah, she. Well, he was probably <laughs> he did have a crying. disclaimer on the bottom of his email. That said that this is only intended are, for the intended recipient. Dude, my well, mom was that intended recipient. So my I mom has that. They're they're so pointless, dude. If you're reading that email, then you're the intended recipient. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're in, to you. yeah, unless you're using like public key encryption and stuff like that. Like you just when you write an email, you just understand that once it leaves your computer, it's fair game. If yeah. anyone wants to tap into that server or whatever and look at it, like, that's fair game, you know? Well, now, and I, I have another question. Billings has been portrayed really often as, like, you know, the big no zone. Like, things are just crazy and out of control well, there. Well, that's because that's where that community group is based out the of, safe isn't it? The commie mommies? Yep, that's their turf. Yeah, well, that's the where safe community safe kids came from. I was quoted in the Drug War Chronicles as calling them the West Side Christian women. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Them and the, we get the 40-day-for-lifers yeah. here. I, uh, I went against Sherry Brady at the city council meetings. I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but I actually proposed the moratorium in Billings to the city council um, like almost three years ago. Really? Because I saw the way the industry was going, and I knew that people would want to open up next to these stores, and so I tried to put a, the schools, and I tried to put a stop to it. Um, the city council told me at that point that there was no problem in the medical marijuana industry in Billings, and that was because I was it. You know, I wasn't the problem for them. Um, 
But right after the Holder memo came out is when everything started going crazy here in Billings. Mm -hmm. And by then, the city council had decided they didn't want to listen to it, and they weren't going to listen to it, and they basically ignored me. So I decided to run for the city council in Billings. Nice. And I got almost 12% of the votes in the district that I lived in with no advertising, just on the medical marijuana idea and from people seeing me in the local media. So And so it it was exciting and invigorating, and people might be scared to do it, but you know what? That was probably some of the the best fun I had was going around and talking to these people and listening to all these different ideas, and and it really was fun and exciting, and, and I can see why some legislators continue to do it. Because it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, you're you're talking to the people, you know. Well, yeah, being involved right. in everything. Yeah. But then there comes a time where you've got to put your own personal morals and beliefs aside and know that you need to speak for these people. And right. I think a lot of our politicians have completely forgotten that. Right. They're just going with yeah, where the have. money is and what where the votes are, and not even the votes. Most we're of definitely them. there for the for the people. And you know, I don't always agree with everything that. Um, I wanted to do as as a city council member um, candidate, but it was important to put it out there if if the majority of the people agreed with it. Yeah, and that's how it is in in most politics. Definitely, is you know you do need to pick certain things that the majority of people do side with. You know, but there are lines that need to be drawn. And I just think that some of these people with the medical marijuana thing, they're making it way too personal. And and they're not listening to the majority of the people at all. I have a question. Were there really dispensaries wanting to open up next to schools? Like, as a dispensary runner, you would think that that, like, why, I can't see why you would want to do that. No, because we have a dispensary here in Kalispell that opened right up next to a school and the park. And they they thought it was fun. They thought it was fine. There was no problem to Golden it Golden Leaf? Yeah. But there's a bar there, too. I know. I'm thinking in places where it's, like, residential and there's a school there. Like, I can't see but wanting see, to open up a shop there. But my problem with Golden Leaf was we are trying to come across with a certain image to get respect and to show people that we're trying to do things the right way. You don't do that by blatantly opening up in a place you know they would not accept you in. Well... It I seems mean, like they. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, we have we have a store next to uh, the school, uh, just up the street. There's one down the street. There's another one next to the one on the other side of town. Now, when you say next uh, to, is this like right across the street from, or are we talking like within I, a few blocks? I think blocks? one of them is like a thousand and three feet away from the school, hmm. and the other one's a little further away from the school than that. See that? I don't know. To me, that just doesn't seem See, like a cool place to. The Golden Leaf is less than half a block away from the school. The kids are right, right out back, so they walk right. You know, they're right there next to it all the time. And it's not that I think anything bad would happen to those kids because that place is there. It's more of a common courtesy for everybody else. Even though I That's don't agree with too. having things to be a certain way, I know that they even though there's be a casino and a, a bar right there also. Well, I'm a caregiver, and I think I I would be comfortable talking about it all the time, but I don't do it out of respect for my mom in certain instances. Hmm. It just seems like once you let a place like that open up there, like, that area is fair game, basically, because you you already set the, the standard that this is what we're allowing there. Casino, bar, that's the standard. So that pretty much says anything goes and, what you know... 
and that sucks. I think and I the mean, thing that we've got to remember is that marijuana is still federally illegal, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we have to keep that in our mind when we, you know, think about opening these stores because the federal government will do what they want if they don't like where we're at, mm-hmm. right? Even though those laws are based on false ideology. Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't. They don't care yeah. about that. <laughs> Well, when how your can we? Comes in the name of a jerk, I don't get how expect? we can, in good conscious faith, like recognize that and abide by that. I don't understand that. Like, I blatantly don't agree with that, and do not even recognize it. Like, I have because we're not politicians. We're not grown up enough to make decisions like that. Right. Hmm. Well, so... I don't know. I just think that everybody needs to. Uh, look in their area, find the people who are willing to run for these positions and try to do everything they can to support those people. You might not always come to agreement on uh, the exact issue, but the main core of what you're talking about is going to be the same. Right, but and at least when that happens, we can like examine what what happened and the evidence and then make decisions based on that, not just being like, well, bear, 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 bear. Right. They support this cause, so forget it. I don't even care what they say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the way it's got to run. Exactly. Well, we're, we're so, going to work on that. The one thing I'd like to say is I want to make sure we thank the people who have been up in Helena representing us, the Ed Doctors, the Jim Gingeries, the Heidi Hanfords. Absolutely. Uh, those type of people. Uh, the, is her name Kate? She's our, our legislative uh, person up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's important that we support these people in what they're doing. I know Jim has risked a lot of personal um, security in order to be up there presenting for us, and I think it's important that we thank those people. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. They're up there when not all of us can be all the time, and that's awesome. And thank you, Mark, for what you're doing over there in Billings, too. Yeah, thanks, Mark. No problem. Alrighty. Well, I will let you go. I'm going to eat this Asian sesame, sesame salmon my daughter and I made. Hell yeah. Uh, sounds good. Well, thanks for the call, man. We'll yeah, keep in touch. Good. No problem. Take thanks. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Mark Higgins from Billings, everyone. Vote for him. And me. <laughs> and Watson Run this Reed. house. No, I'm, I'm not even going to do it on votes. I'm just going to roll in there and just, just take it. Into it. I'm just going to take it. I'm, I'm going to be I'm like, you, you have soiled the good name of the house speaker. It's all mine. What do you got to do? You got to, like, chop off their head, right? And that, otherwise they won't They're die. They're not zombies. Oh, really? Not, well, okay. they're nose pickers. There's a few of them that pick <laughs> their nose. All right, well. <laughs> no, it's actually on video on YouTube now. Somebody caught one of our... Oh, I'm sure our, they're in there enough time, actually, like, I where are the chances? It was, I think it's Jimmy's rep. I'm Ew. sure if you guys watch this show enough, you'll see one of us doing that. It's just bound to happen. We're humans. Like, <laughs> we have noses, and sometimes stuff gets in them. Oh. And I will, like, uh, Rock Bottom Run says. Run in the hot box Hot party. box party. Yeah. That's right. All right, well, is there anything else we want to cover before we wrap this thing up? Well, really quick, I'd like to point out that Michigan's celebrating their 40th annual hash bash. I think that's way cool and want to know why I didn't know about that 29 years ago. Right? I've never heard of that. <laughs> what is the hash bash? Well, it's And why in, weren't we given a booth at it? It's in Ann Arbor <laughs> oh. at the University of Michigan. And Did you know so, about this burger? 
and who else is from? I rock think bottom. Rock Bottom's from, yeah. Yeah, and so it's about legalizing marijuana and so on and so forth. Good. And I think Let's Rock Bottom it. even said in the chat earlier that there was a, uh, was it like a suburb or a housing area that they legalized it for the day? <laughs> I mean... Everybody's going all out on this. I legalize it for the day every day I wake up here. I know, right? Within this studio. And, oh, one more thing we should point out. Delaware. Delaware Mm -hmm. passed a bill. They're going to potentially be the next uh, medical marijuana state. Good job, Delaware. So we will be hearing more on that here soon. But it actually passed 21 to 8. So, I mean, that's a really, or no, wait, 18 to 3. Damn. Sorry, eighteen to three. So that's a really still good, good margin there. So <laughs> yay, Delaware! And then uh, what? Next weekend is the Garden, Garden City, City Expo. Expo. We'll be in there, Missoula. doing some streaming, doing some recordings. Yup, yup. It'll be a good time. Panels, people. Where's that going to be at? University of Montana. Ballroom. Awesome. You have if you guys ballroom? are in the area, get a hold of us. 406-848-1739. Text me and we'll we'll meet up. We'll be there. It'll be fun. Woot woot. And what else? There was something else. Call the governor. 406-444-3111. Yes. 406-444-3111. No to 161. No to 423. No to all of this ridiculous nonsense. Yes. Nothing shall happen, please. Well, nothing bad, please. I would like to have a job. That's right. And catch us on the normal network. Yes. The normal network. Do that. Was it live.normal.com or something? It's stickum.normal slash live or something like that. You'll find it, I trust. Sorry, it's in the forum. I'll have to look it up. We're way past the 58-minute mark on that anyway. All right. (laughs) That's cool. Yay. All righty. So is that it? That is all. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys every Tuesday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave a message, 406-204-4687, of course. Follow the Twitter, join the Facebook group page, whatever. And we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. If you like you like we where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to Hot Box Podcast.